Time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jar Jar, homie, my main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey, this is escape, then we're the pod. Get the Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod. I'm your host, Josh, and we have Reed joining us again on the show to chat all about the Colin Trevorrow leaked script plot points uh, and some of the concept artwork that supposedly got out along with it. Uh, we have no idea if this is real or not. Uh, thanks to a Reddit post, uh, I managed to gather some of this information together and we just go down and analyze the whole thing and chat about it, what we like, what we don't like, how it compares to The Rise of Skywalker, all that stuff. So uh, let's uh, let's get down to the surface of Tatooine and meet Reed in the cantina. Another happy landing. All right, here we are. Welcome back, Reed. Thanks for having me back, buddy. Yeah, no, thanks for always coming back. <laughs> we got some interesting stuff today, and you're already getting pretty steamed because you know what it's uh, you know what's coming. I already told you what it's about. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Mm. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, so we're gonna start with the opening crawl. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, now. Uh, what it says here now keep in mind this is Colin Trevorrow yeah he was the uh, the guy behind Jurassic World yes a movie that you love uh, yeah you think it's great both of them so far yeah are pretty good um, and uh, I mean other than that uh, I can't actually think of anything else the guy's done that's really stuck out but um, yeah I don't I don't know either but yeah definitely I definitely enjoy it Jurassic World and uh, the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Those are some solid movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. So uh, he was supposed to write and direct this film. And um, about, I want to say, like just over a year ago or so now, maybe a year and a half, maybe even a little longer, actually, um, Colin Trevorrow was, uh, uh, I don't want to say fired, but... Um, yeah, like, I think Side it was, line. there was creative differences is the term that they've uh. constantly used <laughs> in the, uh, you know, the firing process of a lot of these creatives uh, behind <laughs> the the films at, at Lucasfilm. And uh, I, I don't know, I don't want to say any names, you know, but, you know, the person running the show over there is probably responsible for the decision. And, you know, there's no hard feelings, though, like Colin Trevorrow did end up getting a story credit in in the rise of skywalker he did get a story credit um which probably entails that they used some of his stuff yeah uh some of his some of his plot um or some of his ideas i guess which is interesting because the writer of the one of the co-writer of rise of skywalker said we started from a clean slate 
Um, so my assumption is that when they started from a clean slate, eventually they started gravitating back to Colin's stuff and saying, hey, that looks cool. Let's put that in the movie. Yeah. Uh, apparently all the Pisana stuff, when they crashed and found the dagger and everything, that whole... It wasn't probably... It had didn't have anything to do with the dagger at all, but that whole sequence of them going through the caves and, the, and then the speeder chase and everything was all supposed to be in the original Colin Trevorrow script. Oh, so, okay. Uh, so, yeah, okay. The opening crawl. All right. The iron grip of the First Order has spread to the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Only a few scattered planets remain unoccupied. Traitorous acts are punishable by death. Determined to suffocate a growing unrest, Supreme, Kylo, uh, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren has silenced all communication between neighboring systems. Led by General Leia Organa, the Resistance has planned a secret mission to prevent their annihilation and forge a path to freedom. Um... Uh, the film opens up uh, at the Kuat shipyards, which is a very familiar environment to Star Wars. A lot of ships are made there, and it's natural to think that the First Order has now taken over these shipyards right. uh, since the days of the Empire. Uh, BB-8 and Rose Tico <coughs> are infiltrating the Kuat moon, where the First Order is building their ships. Uh, there's an orbital ring and moon below it. Uh, Finn and Poe are there, uh, but no R2-D2 or 3PO, and then Rey arrives. Uh, the plan is to send explosives to the power shaft that delivers raw ore into the ring. Plan goes wrong. First, orb, or, first order is able to contain the blast. Admiral Vaughn says resistance tactics are pitiful, uh, and uh, Ray is disguised as a Tuscan Raider is revealed to have created her own weapon, which is a double-bladed lightsaber hybrid of her staff, and Luke's cracked lightsaber. Okay, so just by taking all of that, uh, what do you think of that? Uh, well, what do you like and not like about this? I mean, I think it's cool that like they've um, talked, like they've just kind of like brought in a little bit more about the the first order because really in in the so in the Rise of Skywalker, like what this scrawl like tried to be basically, uh, they kind of just skipped over like the first order for the most part throughout that whole movie like, yeah they really didn't talk about the state of the rest of the galaxy too oh, much yeah. other than that's a massive complaint i have yeah yeah if there's just just kind of like oh yeah palpatine had this big announcement which is like okay well, i mean that's a can of worms on it which on you have to play fortnite to hear mind you seriously mm -hmm. yep. oh wow wait a that okay i'm not even gonna dive into that one right now but <laughs> but yeah so at least i mean at least they're t like talking about the the galaxy and what's going on in it like the the star wars universe or whatever it was so that's kind of a bit of a redeeming grace uh my big beef with that so far is that pretty much right away the just the the phrase uh, Rose is infiltrating somewhere makes me upset because I hated that character so so much from the last movie and <laughs> like the yeah and the fact that uh, Poe and Finn are just kind of like tag along mentions bothers me a lot because I thought that because that, that was one of my problems with The Last Jedi was just how much they wasted 
Poe and Finn. And I mean, in Rise of Skywalker, they didn't like, they didn't waste Poe and Finn, but their story I think was really lackluster just because there was so much missing from it. Cause in the whole second movie, any potential character building that they could have had for them was just to utterly flushed down the toilet. Yeah. Cause they basically decided both of them needed their own independent babysitters and that they, any character progression that had taken place in the force awakens, the, the first of this like trilogy reboot or whatever you want to call it, they just flushed all of that down the toilet. Hmm. So that's kind of annoying. I mean, other than that, though, I mean, I don't, I don't really have any complaints. Like, what do I, you think of the double-bladed lightsaber? You, you oh, prefer yeah, that okay. to uh, her just hanging on to the Skywalker saber and using that and fixing it? Well, I think that's just a whole nother plot gap on its own. Because it's like, why is the lightsaber cracked? Well, Last Jedi, and in, oh, in did last, it? yeah, in Last oh, Jedi, okay. there was a moment where. Ray and oh, you've only seen this movie once because you hate I it so much. It once. <laughs> I hated it so much. Um, so there's yeah. a moment where it's at the end of the throne room scene when when uh, when Ben, well, when Kylo Ren kills Snoke, okay, and him and Ray partner up to take out all the red Praetorian guards. Yes, and at the end they they're kind of standing there, be like, okay, like what just happened, and like how do we move on from from this, right? Yes. Like we were enemies before, and now we're we have these connections. We we're, we've had intimate discussions, and uh, you know, and right. uh, and now we've just fought and killed the supreme leader of the first order, right? Yeah. So they have a little moment there, and uh, you know, Kylo Ren gives her his hand, like, he, and he reaches out and says, "Join me, and you know, we'll let the past die, and yeah. and you know, you and I can can you know, basically just forge a new path ahead, but leading the first order, right?" Yeah, and Ray doesn't want to give into that, and that's what they referenced in the Rise of Skywalker throughout the film. Like, is that um, at the end of the lightsaber duel, when Ray bests Ben after he kind of well, Ben bested Ray, but in his moment of of hesitation, he drops the lightsaber when he senses his mother's death, and he's just done, right? And then Ray kind of gets the upper hand with that moment and stabs him through the gut. Yeah. And then when she heals him, like, he's kind of different. And, and he looks at her and then she says that little line about how she wanted to take his hand, but she wanted to take Ben's hand, not Kylo Ren's hand. Oh, and that was referencing The, the Last Jedi, that okay. moment. But in that moment, uh, when she kind of gets herself out of that situation, she reaches out and grabs the Skywalker saber from Kylo Ren because she tossed it to him at the very last second of the battle to take out the last guard because he loses his own saber. Oh. So she s tries to snatch it back and they're caught in basically like a force lock of like pulling like tug of war basically with the lightsaber back and forth. And then slowly it starts to glow from the inside and then the whole thing cracks in half and shatters. Oh. Um, and we just assume that she picks up the pieces because later on we see her holding the broken lightsaber on the Millennium Falcon when the resistance escapes crate. Right. So, and then she says to Leia, uh, like, how do we rebuild from this? Like, how do we come back? Um, yeah. And and that's what that's where the movie kind of leaps off. But um, what do you think of? And in in this movie, they, there was like a, a brace that she put around the lightsaber, like a leather brace. So, what do you think of like that compared to her? Like at the very end of the movie, we did see her yellow lightsaber, which looked like it was made yeah. out of a piece of her staff, but 
Like, do you like the idea of opening up and being like, hey, not only has she been actually training, but now she's built herself for her own lightsaber. Like, does this, like, change her character's, like, progression at all, in your opinion, or...? Yeah, well, I think it kind of just leaves... If, if that's the direction they had taken, I think that would have left, like, a really big gap. Because it's kind of like... Because, I mean, like, I'm glad they talked about how like you know the rest of the galaxy and mm -hmm. you know what the first order is doing it and stuff like that but we up until that point we really had no information about like what the first order was doing in the galaxy so we have no idea how much time it took them to take over the galaxy yeah for and sure so in the rise of skywalker it's a year but okay. we don't know what the time in, gap with this one is it might have yeah. been longer it might have yeah. been longer so exactly and uh, so yeah, yeah we don't like know. how i yeah, I don't, I just, cinematically, I think that would have just, like, not, like, carried over well. Because, like, in Force Awakens and in The Last Jedi, to, to an extent, well, even in the newest one, Rise of Skywalker, you kind of, like, see their lack of skill as, like, like, uh, Jedis or... I don't know, or like force not users. even, yeah, force, force users, like <laughs> not even legit Jedi. And so I think that would have just like been kind of like, just one, for me, another one of those like shrug moments, like, okay, like whatever, like just plot point with a hole in it. Let's mm. just, I guess we'll just move on from there. Um, I don't mind it. <clears throat> um, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like how, between episodes two and three, Anakin, you know, is, loses his lightsaber and then he just comes up with a new one, right? Like, we just assume between the films, like, he yeah. makes a new one, right? But yeah. um, I guess for me, like, what I didn't like about this movie, the sorry, not the script, the real movie, like the Rise of Skywalker movie. Yeah. What I didn't like about it was that they did fix that lightsaber. And I was, I was ready to accept that it was gone. And I was like, okay, like... We're moving on from the past, right? Like, we're moving on to something fresh, something new. Uh, we're not recycling old ideas anymore. Um, and then we got the rewrites, and now we're still doing the same thing, recycling old ideas. Yeah. But uh, but I like the fact that she kind of had her own identity of, like, you know, like, in the first film, we see her fighting combat style is geared around using her staff. And now she's got a staff saber. So, like, I, I feel like okay. it was a good kind of, like, progression forward. And if the time gap was long enough, like, say, like, three years, I could have bought it. Because three years is, like, the Clone Wars kind of era of length. Right. Uh, it takes over three years. So I could have I gotten into that. I, I'm, I'm actually digging the, the double blade lightsaber. But, um, okay, let's, let's move on to the next one. Uh, so there's a bit of a battle. Um, uh, and Poe, Finn, Rose, Ray, and BB-8 steal a Star Destroyer and escape um a ship called knife nine uh contains the knights of ren arrive at the kuat system ren kills admiral vaughn for his failure uh figures <laughs> a cut to coruscant no longer a vibrant city the new structures are built atop the art deco structure of the old republic occupied by the first order now um you know they they have a citadel palace there Citizens are scavengers, basically. Hux is Chancellor Hux and is addressing um, Biskova, a traitor who helped resist and steal the Star Destroyer. Kova is executed with a light blade guillotine. Um, 
Now, uh, this is kind of interesting because they bringing they're bringing Coruscant back into the picture. Yeah. Which is a really nice callback to like the prequels. Yeah, I like that because it's like, because if through those movies, um, and I guess I can't remember if we got any teases of it at all in like the Return of the Jedi or anything like that, but like that planet is like pretty central mm-hmm. to like everything like i mean it's literally the center of the republic and yeah. the senate and stuff like that yeah so i think it's like i think that sound like to me that actually seems like a good direction for them to go because it like symbolizes like the first order's control like control mm-hmm. over yeah whatever they're calling their empire now i guess just the first order yeah uh, for sure i think it's it's like it's it's cool to see them take the because Coruscant is in the like the the one of the core the worlds core, right yeah. yeah so it's cool to see them kind of go after that planet and, and you know almost it's almost like a trophy to them it's like hey yeah. we've we've won like this is yeah, our exactly. planet now you know these are our people now and even though we're letting it become like a wretched hive of scum and villainy and scavengers you know like all, the whole oh, yeah. system is broken now at this point right. And it's it's a true testament to kind of what what has happened to like being the being the core planet of like what's happened across the last sixty years or more. Yeah. Is is uh is you know like we see it in the beginning this shiny you know we see Qui Gon and Obi Wan Anakin on the ship like when they first approach Coruscant and it's yeah. this amazing moment for Anakin who's never seen such a place and yeah. it's this you know, glittery building with and and throughout the night time there's so much nightlife right oh, yeah. uh, and it's it's like a thriving place yeah and after the Jedi temple goes up in flames and the fall of the Jedi and and everything else um, you know the Empire comes into into play and we see the the rise of the Galactic Empire and and uh, the Galactic Senate and then by the time of A New Hope, like the Galactic Senate's been demolished and now it's just an emperor leading. And, and it's yeah. like, hey, and we never get kind of a visual de- depiction of like what the planet looks like during this time. But I yeah. can only imagine that uh, there's no more senators anymore. The whole system is broken. You know, the wealthy might be losing, you know, might not have any wealth anymore because it's yeah. an empire. Like the empire has completely changed everything. You know, people who are being wealthy of profiteering off of like the war is no longer anymore, and uh, and it's just a different neighborhood, right? So yeah, I think by the time of the end of Return of the Jedi, we then see in the in the end in the end scene there, the celebration of victory. You know, tearing we see the, the people statue. tearing down the statues and kind of like revolting against what's left of the Empire on that planet. And so I can imagine there would be a bit of a battle that happened there. And maybe some, you know, some some like rioting and stuff, which could yeah. have like done some damage. And then just over the course of time, with, you know, no immediate government stepping into play, because as we've seen from the Mandalorian, the New Republic is kind of a joke at this point in time. Like yeah. five years after this whole thing went down, the New Republic is still looked upon as like, like just it's just the next government, right? Like yeah, it's you a know, fart in the wind. Like yeah, for a like lot of people. Like halfway through, like not even finishing mopping up the remnants of the empire. Yeah, exactly. Kind of, eh, we yeah. don't need. They're gone enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's not like they them. have the money to kind of start fixing planets, yeah. right? And, or you know, there's no system in place yet, and and yeah. the core world, from what we know from the from the 
Force Awakens is the 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 New Republic thrives on another planet. Yeah, uh, or their capitals the, on another planet. Yeah, and it's it's the planet that Starkiller Base blows up, and I'm I I definitely know the name of this planet. Like it's like well, they don't even. I think so. In the movie, they don't, don't even mention the name of the planet. They just call it like the whatever. Yeah, system. The, they blew up the New Republic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what Finn yeah. says. They're like they destroyed <laughs> the New Republic. And yeah, I think Hosnian they, Prime. Hosnian that's the system. best. Yeah, the Hosnian system. They don't yeah. even say Hosnian Prime though. They say I think in the movie they say Hosnian system. Yeah, yeah. And that's as detailed as we get, which was so. Oh my stupid. goodness, this is ridiculous. But yeah, um, so at least they're giving like going back to like actual yeah, tangible. Exactly. That's kind of been the lame thing about most of the. Uh, no, there's no political backstory at all of these movies. These, yeah, these new or, films, and, or even like I, I'm not sure geographical is the right word because we're talking about what entire planets. But world, world building. Is yeah, good exactly. Term to use. Yeah, there you go. There's no world building whatsoever in most of the recent movies since no. Force Awakens. It's just kind of like, boom, go to this place. Boom, go to this random place, and there, yeah. there's nothing like memorable to tie us to any of these places because they don't stay in any of these places no either they get blown up or they just move on from them yeah so exactly and like just a waste of in in the original trilogy um i mean aside from the death stars being a familiar ish location mm-hmm. it was a lot of kind of like chase and you know running and chasing and you know we only see hoth like in the beginning of episode five and whatever but dagobah and you know these planets only pop up like once through that trilogy but um you know through the prequels it was a constant thing of like we see tatooine you know three times in that trilogy we saw it in phantom s we saw it in attack of the clones we saw it at the end of revenge of the sith yeah we see naboo in all three of those movies as well, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, more briefly uh, each time, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in the third one, a little briefly at Padme's funeral, but you know, yeah. solidly in the first two films. Yes. Um, and uh, we we got um, you know, Coruscant throughout the solid, you know, all three. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, very you know, but like that's just it. And 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 even the worlds we only got glimpses at were just so new. Like like the environments were just so th- like cool and like like Felucia for example like this oh, yeah, that jungle was so world cool. it's like it's a yeah. kind of location that you want to know more about just by looking at it yeah exactly. and and like when i see a, a place like like Takodana where Maz Kanata's castle is it's that like was really that okay, was really the most memorable that's place like, of all of them yeah and it's and, like man it's just another forest planet like it looks hardly any different from I can't even. I don't even know the name of it of the new forest planet that they introduced in the Rise of Skywalker when they're 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 hiding oh, yeah. out on there. They're just hiding on. It's some just another forest planet. planet. Yeah. They don't even show you anything. It's just yeah. Kind of, oh, it's we just... got a base here. Like at least like with Hoth, right? Like one of the more brief planets in the, like the original trilogy. Uh, yeah. Trilogy. Like even though it like they were there for not quite half the movie i can't remember how long it took them to get out of there yeah but even that like they still like took you or like talked about the place yeah and, like, yeah took exactly you around yeah. and like you saw like not obviously it was pretty much just snow so there wasn't a lot to see but at least you got like the opportunity to see the planet like understand like what they were doing there and they they made it pretty clear that they obviously didn't have a lot of intention to stay there and like they at least explained why they were there in the first place in the rise of skywalker they kind of were just like i don't think once they ever explained why they were at this planet i mean we never even got the information of how like out of nowhere they 
like yeah. rebuilt from like a Millennium Falcon's worth of like <laughs> bruised and battered rebels to like now I got like a minor fleet that was bigger mm -hmm. than they even had in Force Awakens. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it was. Um, but wow, where did I? Where did I leave off now? Um, oh yeah. Um, Talking about Coruscant? Yeah, Coruscant, yeah. So Chancellor Hux, Coruscant. <clears throat> um, I gotta quicken up the pace here. Uh, but I'll take a quick moment to show you this, because also leaked concept art came out. Oh, sick. And uh, so this is here, this is Rey with her double-bladed lightsaber. Okay, take, that's Taking kinda... out some, some First Order troops there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, let me just increase this brightness. Oh, there we go. Nice. So that's, that's that. Um, and then here is a leaked concept for Coruscant with some massive thing. Oh, that looks like like the uh, Dreadnought almost? Or maybe yeah, it's some sort of giant oh, kind of space city. It's got some weird, yeah. Yeah, it's the one that they were talking about, the structure. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's some that's a cool, like, big ominous thingamajig. I wonder mm -hmm. if it's got planet-killing weapons on it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Uh, that's Just the next planet to blow up, Coruscant. Uh, and then, uh, what else was there? This is, this is, um, this is another idea of kind of what it looks like. That's R2 and 3PO making their way through the city streets. Oh, wow. Okay. On the lower, yeah, on the lower levels. But yeah, it's just a scummy, scummy so, looking wow, place. wow, they're really creating like a hopeless, like desolate. Yeah. They're really trying to give you the idea that this, this, this world is just so far gone, right? Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> now, Hux and Commander Selleck have a meeting with several alien warlords. First Order has allies. Uh, they're aware of uh, Rey being the last Jedi, uh, which calls back to what Luke says at the end of The Last Jedi, which he says to Kylo Ren, I will not be the last Jedi. Uh, oh. Council wants to know where is Kylo Ren? Uh, he is missing. Hux only knows he's gone searching for something of greater power. Cut to Mustafar. Kylo Ren is alone, except for a Darth Maul-esque droid. He, he has uh, stubble indicating search has been for a long time, so it's a bit of a time jump later. Okay. Uh, and Ren is being haunted by Luke's force ghost. Uh, Luke has a quote where he says, This is where the dark path leads, an empty tomb. And Kylo says, Where did your path lead? And Luke says, uh, Well, Luke is trying to convince him to go back to Leia. Kylo Ren says, I'm going to be more powerful than any Jedi, even you. Uh, that's exactly what Dooku says to Yoda in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Uh, in Vader's temple, Kylo finds a Sith holocron, which reveals a, a hologram of Palpatine. Notice that it says Sith holocron, not Wayfinder device. Uh, recording is for Vader. Palpatine has a contingency for Vader if Luke kills him. This really plays up well with Palpatine's contingency plan, which is a part of all of, like, you've read the Shattered Empire comic book, right? And now, have you also played the Battlefront 2 campaign with the Sentinels and everything? So you yep. know what I'm talking about when you, when it says the contingency plan. This is yep. this giant plan of, like, if the Emperor ever died, he had a plan in place. So this is calling back to that. Uh, it's a contingency plan for Vader if Luke killed him. And because Palpatine foresaw all this stuff, it totally makes sense. Yep. Palpatine's dead, you know? Like, yeah. he's, he's gone. 
Um, and, uh, you know, and he says, like, to Luke Skywalker, it is your destiny, like, you know, strike me down, you know, with, with all your hate and... <laughs> <laughs> Do it! <laughs> Do it. <laughs> uh, Vader is to take Luke uh, to Remnicor system uh, to see a, a person named uh, Tor Valum, who is the master of the Sith and Palpatine's teacher. Uh, now, I'll take a quick break, show you this. Um, this is a leaked concept artwork of Luke um, catching Kylo Ren's lightsaber blade oh. as a Force ghost. Wow. That's a very good callback to the Mortis trilogy in the Clone Wars, where um, these three beings with great power were able to completely not be affected by... Well, actually... That's not true. The the father, who is supposed to be kind of like an Anakin Skywalker-ish middleman to the light and the dark, being his son and daughter, yeah. uh, constantly fighting on this mystical planet called Mortis. And um, he's able to grab Anakin's lightsaber and shove it back in the sheath uh, in the hilt Whoa. when he feels threatened and he takes it out and he's like, who are you? And, you know, like... Uh, what are you doing? You know, like, well, like, what is this place? And then he yeah. kind of reaches out, casually grabs the end, and like puts it back in his lightsaber. And Anakin is just blown away of like, what, like, what the heck just yeah, happened? No kidding. And it's really cool to see like Luke Skywalker pulling that on Kylo Ren. He's like, yeah. you know, and this all calls back to like the last time we see Luke in the flesh. Or, well, sorry, not in the flesh. In in <laughs> figurative, you know, speaking. yeah, figure speech here uh, in uh, Force like projection mode or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, see you around, kid. You know, just kind of tip of the hat, like, yeah. see you around. And, uh, Bye, you know, have a great time. Immediately, I was like speculating, like, oh, yes, like the next movie we're going to see, like, Kylo Ren being haunted by Luke's ghost. And we never got that. No, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, from the sound <clears> of this <throat> stuff so far, even as much as I disliked the last movie, most of the elements that they're bringing, they make over, it more meaningful. Like, yeah, yeah, and like the the kind of routes or like the direction they're taking, like to continue on with the storyline, it doesn't sound that bad. Yeah, like I don't yeah. think I would have minded it too too much. Yeah, so yeah, we're not even like halfway there, and you're already like, okay, this uh, this I can get well, into this. Well, there's still a few things that disgust me, uh, or what, specific characters. Yeah. Or one specific <laughs> character. So well, she's not like a crazy big part in this movie, but. Um, <laughs> so Tor Valum, uh, from legend, we know that Darth Plagueis is Palpatine's master. And not to like jump to the immediate conclusion that like Tor Valum is Darth Plagueis, but it is possible that he could be because Sheev Palpatine is Darth Sidious. Tor Valum could be Darth Plagueis. Like we, we, he might be Darth Plagueis and, and this is just his real name that oh. Palpatine is revealing to Vader yeah. and saying, hey, Darth Plagueis is actually still alive. Like, you know, go, yeah. if I'm dead, go take your son there and get him to train Luke in the ways of the dark side of the force, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, and there might've been some back plan to be like, hey, when Vader shows up, make sure you kill him and this kid can be your new apprentice, whatever, I don't know. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, um, cool that we're back on Mustafar, all that stuff. Uh, after scanning Kylo, the holocron explodes, 
and releases red lightning, which burns Kylo, who screams in pain. Um, cut to Resistance Base on Kor Alaf. Uh, Leia's introduced as she feels what's happening to Ben. Chewbacca and, and Lieutenant Connix, uh, who's, you know, uh, real-life Carrie Fisher's daughter, uh, tells Leia that the Kuat team is back. They're shocked to see a Star Destroyer, which has landed on the planet, and, uh, you know, Ray's using a mind trick on the First Order officers who are still on the ship. Um, so they basically, like, kidnap the ship and their whole crew. Whoa. Ray confides <laughs> okay, in Finn okay. <laughs> that, that oh she doesn't gosh. feel... Like, she has what it takes to be a Jedi and can't live up to everyone's expectations. Uh, Finn asks her if she still senses Kylo. Ray confesses she's been having nightmares. Finn asks if if, uh, if it's Kylo, and she says that uh, she can't explain their connection because he's not going to get it, because he's not Force-sensitive, or in this version at least, he's not. Um, <clears throat> uh... I've just lost myself here. Hold on a second. Uh, Finn says, you have to shut him out. You, he can't change. It's too late. And Ray's basically convinced that it's never too late to change. Uh, you taught me that, Finn, because he's a stormtrooper. Um, yeah. <laughs> Resistance realizes that Star Destroyer still has most of its weapons, tanks, ties, etc. Only missing pieces of an army to use it. Uh, Ray is searching the Jedi texts uh from acto acto how do you pronounce that acto i don't know i have Act no two. idea dude acto oh shoot my Ugh. oh no the page just closed Did you lose? <laughs> the page just closed what the heck is that's, going on here? i don't know yeah i don't know how i feel okay about so what do you that. think of those ones so far i think that's kind of that just makes me mad kind of i think it's cool that they stole a star destroyer and at first i was like initially skeptical but almost willing to accept that a small group of them were able to shanghai a star destroyer i mean i'm sure they could have hashed that out to whatever way to make it more plausible mm -hmm. than the fact that they literally just like mike dropped that she just force mind controls the entire crew like i'm okay that's too much for me that's <laughs> that's pretty yeah. ridiculous um <clears throat> oh man this 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 webpage dude is freaking out um okay so um resistance realizes that oh yeah sorry i've already got that one uh so they realize that the star destroyer is most of his stuff still big deal ray is searching the jedi text from octo uh discovers under coruscant jedi temple there is a communication system called a force beacon from the old republic days that can send a signal to 50 planets they plan on using it to get allies. First Order can't stop it since it predates Imperial tech. Ray uh, says, uh, hope is all we have left. Very Jyn Erso-ish. Uh, Force Ghost Luke appears to Ray, uh, who trains. Uh, Luke is pushing Ray to be stronger in the Force while he's pushing Kylo to let Ben out. Uh, Kylo makes it back to Coruscant, faces damaged. Mandalorian armor has smelted and been applied to his face. Confronts Hux and belittles him, saying he doesn't need titles like Chancellor, right? <clears throat> okay, so that's a lot. Um, yeah, wow. So, uh, Ray searching the books in Act 2. Uh, we got a little of this in the, the JJ version where she finds a little information on the Wayfinder device. But uh, I think it's the Wayfinder device, or maybe it's a little information about Exegol, I forget. 
but whatever the case is, this this seems to kind of make. Not only does it reference the old republic, which is awesome, yeah, but um, it kind of makes sense. Like like this this is making sense to me. Um, old tech that's a little more analog than like the new frequencies that the current hollow net relies on whatever yeah sure um and i love how luke is a primary character in this film like i felt like his yeah. he had a cameo again i don't know what it is with jj not putting luke skywalker in star wars but in both jj abrams films we've had luke for no longer than like a minute and yeah. it's like Man, yeah, like I, mean, I like friggin' Han Solo had like substantially more screen time than yeah. Luke did, and Harrison Ford didn't even want to be I in know, any of those movies. I know, dude. Like, like uh, if, there's, if there's anything I gotta say right now, it's props to Ryan Johnston. Like making a movie with Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh like, like I mean, if there's anything like that you like about that movie, it must be the fact that we actually have him as a character in there. Yeah. Um, whether he, that, whether you agree with his portrayal or not, well, I think I like it like way more because I mean they just so in Rise of Skywalker, Luke shows up once. Yeah, and that's it. I, well, I mean, well, same same with Force Awakens. He's just a mopey, depressed looking yeah, guy at the very well, end. Yeah, Force Awakens basically just cameos at the end as Mister Pouty Puss on some island. Yeah, and then half of the <clears throat> Last Jedi movie, he's still. Like Howdy Puss on this island, where he drinks freaking like I don't know whatever weird derpy alien milk and pouts some more, <laughs> milking off of the beach dwellers. <laughs> yeah, like, like whatever yeah. nonsense that is, and then and then they just kind of like th- threw him out at the end of. The, I mean, he had the fantastic toe to toe with uh, Kylo Ren, and then they just kind of threw him under the bus. They were like, oh yeah, by the way, he's dead. And I was like, oh, gee, thanks. And then, yeah. yeah, next movie shows up technically twice, but only has like one, like a handful of lines during one of those appearances. So I think this is way, does way more justice to like the significant, because the whole point of Star Wars, like one of the main plot points is that it's about the dark side and the light side of the force. Not, not that it like, it's mm-hmm. not interesting to have like a rebellion and whatever imperial domination taking place that's the smaller scale battle yeah that's the smaller scale battle in the grander scope yeah for sure and so to almost like totally remove it i mean in in rise of skywalker i mean ray and uh kylo ren had a really interesting dynamic but i think that just yeah like i was saying that does so much more justice to the significance of luke's character because he's luke is like the central centerpiece of the original trilogy and he's yeah. like yeah. his heritage is well, he's arguably he's arguably the, the face and the crown of of star wars if you, it, like other yeah. than vader other than other, other than, than vader, vader and anakin yeah. right like exactly other than that character he it's is his the, family the his heritage and stuff that yeah it's his family's heritage that. yeah and for so, sure yeah that's i'm i think that's a really great well i obviously that didn't so you like this part of the movie is that like he's that showing up a lot more this figure yeah 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 for sure uh the movie that we still don't know whether or not is real or not the movie we deserve the movie the movie (laughs) (laughs) we didn't get the movie we didn't get but the one we deserved (laughs) um so 
the next thing is, uh, oh yeah, uh, and uh, because Kylo's face was damaged from this holocron, which blew up when it realized it wasn't Vader, um, it damages his face, and he gets Mandalorian armor smelted onto his face, I guess. To, to yeah. So okay. this is kind of like. Uh, I think it's a. I think it's a kind of a abstract way. I think it's a really cool and like. I'm not sure if abstract is the right yeah. word uh, way to do like character development for him because they've kind of because so if that was the final movie in this final tri or, or uh, trilogy or whatever mm -hmm. to the to the saga, he is each movie he's kind of became like more and more mutilated if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's the first constantly one he gets getting cut worse. up at the end of Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. Second one he I can't remember. I feel like he gets roughed up pretty good in that one too and so this definitely would have been a good like way to progress that to the next level right because i mean that's mm. it's the same thing with because he wants to become vader. well yeah especially with his obsession with this mask right like he's yeah. constantly putting on the mask because he wants to be like vader right yeah and and anakin was burned to a crisp and yeah. and had to be on life support right and yeah. now now like like his it's almost like he brought this upon himself right like he's tried so hard to be like that that now so it's happened that, that it is like uh, yeah and now his him. his story arc truly has come to com a completion because he's been wanting to be this monster this whole time and now he's got metal smelted on his face to yeah, prevent he's more machine you know, than man yeah he's <laughs> like, he's getting like what he, he wanted he's exactly, getting what he wanted yeah. and and uh and uh it, I, like i think it's like such a great uh way of almost bringing that Kylo Ren character to uh, a, uh, a completion state, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, now, not only is he the supreme leader, you know, which he, he was in Rise of Skywalker as well, but, like, not only is he supreme leader in this one, but... And Kylo Ren is now, like, now he's Kylo Ren. Like, he's... Yeah. Yeah, he's worse than wearing a mask. He's, like, now his face is the mask, right? Like, he is exactly. literally, yeah. like, physically embodying the the monster that he wanted to portray by wearing the helmet and now yeah. now it's part of his face it's part of his identity yeah. um so that's what that's what i love about this but um so the the next thing is uh ray uh, uh to luke as they train balance <clears throat> uh the dark suffocates the light light extinguishes the dark over and over and over again how is that balance in the force and luke says i know that anger my father had it too and Ray says, uh, so says my master and his master before him. A thousand masters so eager to tell us how to live. Um, so a little bit of an exchange there. Rest of exchange between Ray and Luke is basically Ray trying to back away from being a Jedi. She admits that no one, and Luke's trying to convince her, he says that uh, force, uh, the Force is, is speaking to her. It feels like, <clears throat> it feels like Ray is really trying to deny her her path as a jedi because i i, I don't know i i guess i guess she she like it, it said earlier that she doesn't think she can live up to everyone's expectations and i think like the idea of being a jedi in her head is just this grand thing right like this yeah. massive this massive undertaking and even though it's a hard yeah. life it's it's and I mean, still that's a lot for a lot of responsibility it's too. a lot of pressure I mean, to be the she's the, the last, last one jedi yeah, she's out the last of however one. many like millennia of yeah. jedi that they're and everything is resting on her shoulders yeah and she, how she literally went from nothing but dirt and sand to 
And and it feels like she doesn't want to take part in this endless cycle of like light, dark, light, dark, light, dark. Yeah. Like she's she's torn because, you know, she's basically saying like where where is the balance in all of this? Like where where do I fit into this story? Like she's still questioning her whole her whole like path, right? Um, yeah, and I, yeah. So I, I kind of like that. I can dig it. Um, yeah, I think that's an interesting that kind of because we really haven't had that type of mediation yet. Yeah. In no. Yeah. Any of the for story sure. Arcs of the characters, so that's an interesting direction to take that. Yeah. And uh, back to Kylo. He and Hux continue to snipe at each other. Kylo says uh, says he's leaving again, but not before Hux, uh, you know, uh, not before telling Hux that the power he discovered will make destroying planets insignificant. <laughs> Kylo. <laughs> Kylo's last order to Hux is to find the resistance, wipe them out and leave the girl to me. Uh, that's his last order. Oh. Team A, so the movie kind of splits up two teams now. Team A, Rose, Finn, R2, and 3PO. So Rose and Finn get the two classic droids. Going to Coruscant to light the beacon, okay? Team B, Ray, uh, Poe, and Chewbacca uh, are going to a planet to find someone to help Ray figure out what she needs to do. Um, and uh, Kylo is going to the Sith planet Remnicor. Uh, before he leaves Coruscant, he takes Vader's mask and says he understands Vader now. Uh, Kylo says, has a quote here, uh, you allowed love to cloud your judgment. And he throws Vader's mask off a balcony and it shatters. So he's basically not only trying to complete what Vader started. Like, like, he, like he's embracing what he said in The Force Awakens by saying, like, I will finish what you started. Right? Like he is fully embracing the path of being like him but even yeah. better he wants to be better than darth vader yeah like and we we know this like we know that he wants to try and prove himself and this was actually revealed in a, one of the recent comics where he's he's trying to best his own grandfather at what he's been doing this whole life by yeah. taking out this giant monster or whatever um but uh, yeah like i love how how he recognized like he knows what happened to anakin skywalker he knows that what happened to Darth Vader. And he and he's saying to this mask, he's like, you know, you let you let love cloud your judgment. And he's talking yeah. about his redemption from Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Now, Luke has always been the redeeming like Luke is the sole purpose that Vader's redeemed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um and and he's and he's talking about that love for his son that clouded his judgment and and, and in the end uh, brought Vader's downfall, but he doesn't recognize his redemption as the admirable part of that. He almost yeah. looks down on that, and so he throws this mask away, <laughs> and he says, and he's like, you know, he's basically saying, oh, "I'm going to be better than this. I don't want love in my life." Yeah, typical. He's the typical Sith. Uh, yeah, he's giving it all up. By this point, he's yeah. like, "All right, I'm better than everyone else. Time for me to conquer everything." Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Leia stays at the base overseeing the resistance. Before Rey leaves, she and Leia have an exchange where Rey says she believes they're still good in Kylo. Uh, Leia is uh, skeptical. Figures, you know. Um, that's interesting that it would be Leia that's the skeptical one and not Rey. Yeah. Vice versa. But uh, Rey believes in her Jedi training. Leia says, uh, you're, not like, you're not like my father or my brother. You're new. Whatever happens, remember the Force choose, chose you, Ray. Uh, your story isn't written by 
anyone else. This is something very similar to what she says in The Rise of Skywalker to her. You know, she basically yeah. says something about her, you know, cho choosing her path or whatever. You know, you are what you want to be kind of thing. So Yeah, and then she decides to be a Skywalker. Cause yeah, you yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they made it more about her name and her lineage rather than her, you know, choice to be a Jedi. And she, like, we don't really see any of that come to fruit fruition in in the jj edit or the, the rise of skywalker because uh you know like the movie kind of introduces her from the get-go as her training and everything and mm -hmm. and it's like oh okay yeah she's really embracing this whole jedi thing right yes. so so she doesn't really ever question that destiny um so first order tracks down the stolen star destroyer to core a laugh resistance uh then escapes uh, team A, which is the Rose team, successfully infiltrates the Jedi Temple and turns on the beacon. Cut to a different place around the galaxy receiving the, the signal. Uh, there's a boss cameo, apparently. It is then cut off by the First Order. Team A then flees to the underbelly of Coruscant. So that's kind of cool. Uh, we get a moment kind of like the... Uh, uh, light the beacons and you know the beacons are lit the beacons are lit <laughs> we get Gondor we get a moment like that Gondor calls for aid um, <laughs> so we get a moment like that in Star Wars yeah that's awesome right on. Uh, team B uh, which is Poe and Rey they are being pursued by the Knife Nine which is the Knights of Ren and eventually reach the planet uh, Bonadin uh, Kylo reaches Remnicor confronts Tor Valum who is seven thousand years old. Alien of unknown origin, spindly, intense, uh, sinewy, muscly, uh, very Lovecraftian. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Uh, Kylo begins training with Valum, owed to ESB. Uh, oh, uh, there's a bit of a Empire Strikes Back cave scene uh, where Kylo fights Vader, and the fight is brutal, and Kylo loses. So, wow. so I have concept art about this one too. Um, so here is, where is it here? Um, okay, this is uh, this is the world in that supposedly, I guess Ray and Poe end up going to. Okay, that looks um, pretty cool. Yeah, glittery place. Kind of reminds me of the one that we did see, uh, that we met Zori Bliss a little bit. Looks like that kind of city around the lake in a yeah. snowy, but more snowy. This one's more right, lit yeah. up. Um, and uh, there's a shot here of Kylo fighting Vader in a very Empire Strikes Back kind yeah. of cave moment where he almost goes up against, like, I guess trying to find this guy, he, he's tested. Yep. Um, so he reaches Remnicor, confronts Torvalum, and Torvalum, you know, sends him in a place where he has to kind of face his idol and he loses miserably like vader bests him bad right Oof. like and and uh that's that's all that that's all it says <laughs> uh bonadin uh poe takes ray to a seer who uh can pull information out of memories uh the seer pulls a star chart out of ray's mind from her visions with kylo knights of ren show up and the fight uh and fight uh, Ray in a lightsaber battle, she defeats them, and Team B escapes. So Ray in this version kills the Knights of Ren, and um, interesting. Poe takes her to like what? What is this? Like Star Wars version of like a shrink or something? Yeah. Um, and she <laughs> pulls out a star chart out of Ray's mind from her visions with Kylo. It's, it's, I don't know what that's all about. Uh, both Ray and Kylo eventually get to Mortis. 
So I don't know where this comes into play, but um, if you know anything about Moors, I, I just explained a little bit. Uh, this is kind of kind of a random nugget thrown in there, uh, but really cool. I love Mortis and Clone Wars. It was such a great trilogy of episodes. Leia asks Lando if he will organize the smugglers and fight for the First Order. Uh, so we see Billy D return, and instead of going off and calling the entire galaxy to show up, that's what the Beacon is doing. Um, okay. Lando is asked to go and rally his crowd of people, like his his kind of smuggler world of, of guys, right? He might have a lot of connections at this point. It's reasonable to think that he can bring in a few extra hands. Yeah. You know, not a galaxy worth of people, um, yeah. <laughs> but something a little more kind yeah. of understandable of like, okay, yeah, go get your smuggler friends. Like, rally everyone you can, everyone you know, um, because like, there's going to be a fight that goes down. Uh, Rose is captured, tortured by the First Order. No, uh, no hallelujah. <laughs> you don't seem surprised. Uh, no. I don't, I don't, I don't like, hate the character. I don't hate the character yeah, at all, but, but, finally, you know, you're, you're, finally. uh, but is able, well, she's not, able to escape. Sorry. It wasn't so much the character that I hated. It's just the, the role that character had. Yeah. And the fact that she, they turned her into like a babysitter. That's for Finn and made her his moral compass. Yeah. And that, to me, that would, they just basically melted Finn's character from that point for me. And it was the same thing with Poe, except the purple-haired lady or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, to, to me, anyways, sorry. Moving That's on. fair. Continuing um, with okay, so saying. she's captured, tortured, and able to escape. Uh, Finn, R2, and 3PO start a citizen's uprising on Coruscant around the First Order Citadel Palace. So, we got Lando going off to get rally all the smugglers around the galaxy. We got um, Finn and the droids starting a citizens' uprising on the planet, uh, and then Leia brings her forces to Coruscant to battle the First Order. So a massive space battle and ground battle kind of takes place, similar to okay. Phantom Menace, where we had space and ground battle happening at the same time with a lightsaber, yeah. with a lightsaber fight, yes. and Return of the Jedi, same thing, like space, ground, lightsaber duel, all happening at the same time. That's pretty um, cool. And um, so it's kind of mirroring that really well. Uh, Chewie flies an X-Wing. Ray and battle, while this is all going on, battle on Mortis. So the lightsaber duel is happening, but yeah. in the place where like the, the, the binding of the force is essentially, like Mortis is this really kind of cool philosophical place and, and it, it exists, but it also kind of doesn't exist. Like it can't really be found by just anybody kind of thing okay. and it's a place where time doesn't really exist and it's it's this it's this crazy place like it's yeah. this crazy place um but ray and milo are, are ray, sorry ray and kylo are both there yeah battling it out using force energy that can pull from each other that they can pull from each other this is kind of weird this is kind of interesting because the the whole force energy that can pull from each other is kind of something that palpatine was doing in the rise of skywalker in terms of force energy and everything so yeah. they're basically this is the light side and the dark side the ying the yang kind of fighting each other clashing with each other but they're cycling this like force energy around them that's like replenishing them and, and i don't know like yeah. it's it sounds pretty cool because like that's kind of the way that they depict the light and the dark is on mortis especially is there's an endless kind of balance yeah. between these two forces right yeah um so it's happening in the place 
At some point, it is revealed that Kylo Ren is the one responsible for killing Rey's parents at the behest of Snoke. Towards the end, um, Luke, Obi-Wan, and Yoda appear as Force ghosts to save Ben, but are unsuccessful, and Ben is, it just says, extinguished. Uh, oh, I guess sucking the life force out of him or whatever. I don't. I, I don't really know. Yeah, I guess. I guess maybe. Fine. Yeah, something happens. Something happens. I don't know if Ray yeah. kills him or if he. He's just. Yeah, this is. I don't know. It's it's a bit more vague. Um, but yeah. Uh, it says. Oh, what's R and B? Uh, it seems to be at the end. Just. Uh, so just for housekeeping's sake. Uh, oh, the resistance won. First order loses the battle. Uh, one final detail is that Han Solo did appear in the script and does confront Kylo at some point. So, wow. So no Anakin Skywalker at all through that whole thing. But uh, the last kind of section of these of these notes are very kind of like glossed over. Um, they're yeah. more summarized and and um, yeah. But uh, let's just get to the rest of the concept art here really quickly. Sure. So this is some of the stuff that's that some of the some of the um, the citizen uprising. They're repurposing old imperial weapons from the Star Destroyer. Oh, right on. Which is cool. Repainted yeah. and everything. All these random guns pointing off of it. That's uh, part of the them there. Uh, all yeah. gathering on Coruscant, ready to face the First Order, who uh, are piloting these massive kind of walkers, kind of similar yeah. to what we've seen in the Last Jedi, but even bigger yeah. figures. Um, there's Finn leading, uh, on the ground battle, I guess. Yeah. On Coruscant. Uh, saw that already. Um. Saw that. Saw that. Okay, Leia talking to BB-8, uh, in a very A New Hope-ish yeah, exactly. costume. I actually really love this image right here. It's super cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, I wish it was R2 in there, but, you know. Yeah. It, but, uh, like, next this generation. Whole, look like at that, this. like, with the gray hair and everything. Like, like that, that That's looks cool. beautiful right there. That like, I love scene. that. I love that. It's, that's so cool. It would have been a good moment. Um, we also got... Um, oh, yeah. At some point, it's it's kind of mentioned that General Hux offs himself uh, when they lose the battle. Uh, and it turns out he's got, like, a lightsaber collection going on. Interesting. Uh, apparently, he uses Mace Windu's fallen lightsaber to do it. Um, so he stabs himself through the chest and, and has a samurai or Japanese warrior-style outing. Yeah. yeah. Self, self, uh, self suicide. Self suicide. Um, Ray and uh, Kylo Ren battling it out. Yeah. Um, good look at his new yeah, kind of mask kinda face. Yeah, it would have cool if she did have a like double ended lightsaber throughout the movie, because that would have just kind of been a cool contrast to his like mm -hmm. lightsaber and stuff. Yeah, just something more creative. Because we re hadn't seen one really that much. Or like a key one since uh, Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there's Luke training, training Ray. Uh, we got a little, a little emotional moment of 3PO hugging the the empty droid of R2D2 who's been shot. Uh, at some point, it's revealed that this is just what I heard that he would be repaired by the end of the film and he would right. know, come back. Um, yeah, and that's cool. that's all the leaked concept art. That's all the leaked script plot points. Uh, yeah, um, that again. Those those things were found on Reddit. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. So what do you what do you think of all this? What do you make of this? Like, because I'm kind of torn. The Darth the Darth, the Tor Valum thing I think was the one that bothered me the most. 
like I love the fact that there's like this mystical kind of Sith being out there, kind of like hiding away and and but at the same time I'm like okay if Palpatine's been the one behind the scenes this whole time why has he let this other guy live so long like and if it's true that he killed like Plagueis in his sleep like who's this Torvalum guy like like why is yeah. he why is he a thing like why is he out there I don't know um, it's kind of a useless character to have like I, I don't really yeah, know what I it mean, benefits to me it's like yeah it, to me it's it's cool, but it's also not cool. You know, it's like yeah, it's the same. Well, it's just like obviously, it's not quite the same as like Palpatine coming back and Rise of Skywalker. But it's just you're just kind of like eh, like okay, I guess. Yeah, right, it's whatever. like okay, whatever. It's almost like Maz Kanata being like as old as Yoda kind of thing, and it's like yeah, just kind of random really? throw it out there, just like yeah. no real justification for it. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. That. Like this guy Torvalon's been around seven thousand years. That's it's longer just, like, enormous than plot holes yeah like like, like like that's longer than the age of peace that's like this goes back to like pre-old republic like we're talking like beginning of like the jedi order kind of thing um if not yeah. before that so like it's it's a little odd to me that i don't know maybe seven thousand years is like just a and again we have no idea if this is real or not yeah. this could be all bs for, for all we know but um but like seven thousand years old sith guy not a huge fan gotta say like i no. think i would have preferred a slightly different take on that part of the story but yeah. seeing as it's such a minor part of the story and it's only where kylo ren yeah. fights the image of darth vader and loses that he i guess yeah at least it's not know. like palpatine where like oh, palpatine yeah. is like yeah. literally the center of everything again out yeah. of nowhere yeah, yeah, out, yeah. Of nowhere. out of nowhere again um again so yeah, like I, I much prefer that. Yeah, Palpatine's dead, stays that way, yes. and this is part of his contingency plan. I love the fact that he has that. There's a callback to the contingency plan. Yes, I'm less fond of this character, but but I like yeah. the fact that like this is easily something they could have changed and made something a little different. Um, if they just made it Darth Plagueis and be like, like and and in the message maybe have it revealed that say like shortly before my my death like i realized that my old master had come back or something like that for like and yeah. and this is the guy that who we know has been playing around with like life creation and you know yeah. like self-preservation and everything like it's a little more believable believable yeah um, definitely but uh that's you know it's a minor thing to dislike i love the lightsaber i love like the dark tone that this movie has of like the um the uh, you know this this Captain Phasma guillotine thing, and th that's another thing. Captain Phasma, um, it didn't really mention too much about her at all, other than the fact that she was executing people. But yeah, um, at least I like. Yeah. It's interesting to, to see that like this is an early enough draft that this was written prior to the release of Episode Eight because they killed off Captain Phasma in Episode Eight. Finn Finn destroys her. unless unless she has another like. Oh no, she's dead, but not. And then she comes back again, right? Like how they did it in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Where she dies and then she just comes back in the next movie and it's like she's not actually dead. Um, like we're made to believe that she died, and but she's not, right? So, sort of, yeah. Yeah, unless they pull one of those again, which would be really annoying. I don't know why she's in here unless unless Colin Trevorrow didn't know that Ryan Johnson was going to like kill her off in the movie. So that's possible, I guess. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Like, do you have any other thoughts? Or? Uh, 
Not really. I think it would have made for. Uh, I think I would have liked. As much as I hated The Last Jedi, mm -hmm. I think it would made for a better, like, continuous trilogy. Yeah. By far. I mean, not that Last Jedi did any justice whatsoever to continuation from Force Awakens. It builds on all the character. Force stuff, which is nice. It, yeah, it did. That was, like, the redeeming factor of it. But it kind of, like, dumped a lot of the other stuff to the side. But, yeah, I mean, I think it would have... I don't know, do you think it would have been better than Rise of Skywalker? I honestly can say, yes. I, I think I would have, if they, okay, if they, here's the thing, if they used the Mortis stuff well, and like it yeah. wasn't, you know, negating anything and it didn't take away from like how it's been portrayed uh, before in the Clone Wars and it, like if they, if they did it right, uh, because these are just plot points like we have no idea how it would have been pulled off like oh, if, yeah, exactly. if they did this correctly I th I can feel that there's more just Backstory to this, you know, like there's, yeah. there's just more relevance to all of this like there's uh, There's more believability to all this in in the context of the saga um, Yeah, I, and I think it's like it seems like it's well, obviously it's hard to tell but I think it's cool because it seems much more tangible than kind of what we got in Rise of Skywalker where we're almost uh, just like skipping around with the, you know, the main characters who are off doing whatever it is they're doing. Yeah. If that kind of makes sense. Um, now, do you like, because I know some people are actually surprisingly enough like torn about it, but do you like the redemption of Ben Solo? In, yeah. In the Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, I yeah. mean... Actually, I really like that part of the movie. Yeah. Um, this kind of leaked script plot point of him being extinguished. I don't know if that's just a figure of speech to Kylo Ren being extinguished and, and like... It, it, but there's so much license there for doing whatever they it's want. It's pretty vague. Yeah. yeah, it's super vague. I mean, then that's kind of to be expected, I guess, considering we're reading, like, leaked... Yeah. potential um, plot points and stuff like that. So, yeah, I was totally fine in Rise of Skywalker. I thought the end was a little bit cheesy there with like him and Rey having this like kind of sad Romeo Juliet moment. I was just kind of like, really? Like, mm. one gives his life for the other and then the other, to, like, eh, I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. I just felt that was really unoriginal. But um, other than that, I liked it. I liked their force dyad, diode, mm. dyad thing that they had going on and how that tied into... That's a very Last Jedi thing, yeah. Everything, yeah. Um, I think that's the one thing that's been left out of this script or this kind of plot point script is that um, it doesn't yeah. seem as if it's as well utilized yeah and that's something that i give La uh, rise of skywalker a lot of credit for is that they they really justified the whole force bond that ryan johnson introduced in that movie with how they could teleport to each other kind of thing through the force and yeah yeah so that was something i really liked and uh, i like how they followed up on that in the in the in the jj one but that being said out of the few things that i liked in the rise of skywalker i think the idea behind this other version would have fit a lot better uh, within the context of the trilogy 
and yes. within the context of the saga as well. Um, the only thing I, I I hope that it's mistakenly being missed is that Anakin Skywalker is not showing up in this at all. So I don't know what's up with that. I think he should have been a Force ghost that shows up at the end along with Obi-Wan and Yoda and Luke. I think he's the easy choice for a fourth person to show up in that mix. Yeah. Um, especially seeing that this is, you know, that's his son as a Force ghost. That's his master as a Force ghost. This yeah. is his grandson as uh, one of the, the duelers here. Um, you know, I think he should have shown up in, the, in that as well. But again, we'll never know. This is a movie that, like, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll always think to ourselves, I, I wonder what will happen what if. What could have been, yeah. What could have been. So, yeah, I, I think the art of the Rise of Skywalker book comes out in March. And uh, it'll be really interesting to see if that book reveals any true concept art of that original script. Uh, and yeah. might even confirm a lot of these. Because I know a lot of these, like, leaked concept arts, they could be fake. Uh, and they might not be fake. Yeah. But um, it's possible that they could be real. And, and uh, it, you know, if they are real, they very well could be in that book. Because in the art of The Force Awakens, we did get original concepts for the George Lucas treatments of the sequel trilogy, which then never came to, to be. Oh, so, okay. And those artworks are really interesting because uh, they depict the original characters that Luke would have been training, like Kira and Sam is their names. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's super cool. And we'll, we'll have to go over that another time. But yeah, uh, but yeah uh, so yeah, keep an eye out for that that book we'll, we'll we'll take a look through it once it's out maybe take some scans and bring up the subject another time but uh, but yeah, yeah. So, so that's cool is there anything that um, i'm gonna ask you just before we wrap up is there anything star wars that you're looking forward to this year clone wars comes out in february uh you've never watched clone wars right like, no. No, like, what, what are you looking forward to this year is there anything star wars looking forward to this year um is the obi-wan one coming out no oh year? yeah oh my goodness okay so News recently is that uh, it's been put on hold. Okay. Yeah, but Mandalorian season two is still in on fall. track. Is in fall. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking forward to that then. Yeah. Um, I guess they really don't have any movies. No, not right really. Now, yeah. 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 So. Eh. Yeah. I guess that. Yeah, I guess Mandalorian is really the only thing I have to look forward to. I guess because no movies coming out, as far as we know. There's nothing game-wise that's really happening because, yeah, I finished The Last Jedi. I don't suspect there's really going to be any... It doesn't seem like there's any DLC in the pipeline at the moment. They haven't made any trailers for it. It doesn't seem like there's any kind of... I don't remember if there's like a season pass thing that you could buy for it or not. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to take put in any extra story stuff for that. Because, like, they did set it up for a sequel, so hmm. yeah. I'm not sure when we can expect to. Hmm. Yeah, all right, well, yeah. cool. Well, thanks for coming back on the show. Yeah, it's fun talking, dude. All right, there's things about this uh, that I don't like, things about uh, about the, that I love. Uh, same as Rise of Skywalker, there's things that I like, and there's a lot that I don't like. So a healthy medium for me would have been a collaboration between these two scripts. Uh, but again, don't take this at all as fact um, none of this concept art could be real none of these script plot points could be real um, but uh, you know take it with a grain of salt as they say 
But let us know what you think about it. What would you prefer? Uh, what do you like? What do you not like? Uh, send us a voice recording to theescapebotoutlook.com or shoot us a tweet at SWEscapePodcast. Um, that's how to get in touch with us. Uh, please share this podcast with your friends. Uh, it's cool to see the listener feed, uh, the listener base grow. Um, it's encouraging for the show. And, um, you know, uh, if you're on iTunes, leave us a good review uh, because that's what counts. And um, Ahsoka comes back to us on television with Star Wars The Clone Wars, February 21st, 12 episodes to go. Um, Kenobi has been put on hold. Super unfortunate news about the uh, script rewrites that are happening, but uh, they're happening. So, uh, you know, bear with us as uh, we all kind of brace for any more terrible news about it. Hoping for the best. But, you know, regardless, uh, thank you again, Reed, for coming back on the show. Always great to have you. And to all you listeners out there, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah. Um, other than that, uh, we will see you all next week for another episode of Star Wars Escape Pod. Thanks again. May the Force be with you.